This is Landier for Hacker Public Radio, recording Thursday, April 10, 2014. Hawk. I'm recording today in the car on my drive home from work, so I apologize for the recording quality. Today's show is in response to a request from Ken Fallon for for a show explaining uh, the AUK text processing language. Now, in my previous episode for Hacker Public Radio, I had used AUK to help in translating some audio into Morse code. Now, if that doesn't really sound like a job for a text processing language, uh, you'd be right. Even though AUK is traditionally looked at only for processing text, it really is a Turing-complete, general-purpose programming language. In many ways, it has a lot of similarity to JavaScript. And in fact, they do sort of have a common lineage. JavaScript was heavily influenced by Perl, which was in turn heavily influenced by Hawk. So I'm going to go ahead and give a little bit of history on Hawk. Hawk was developed by three individuals working at Bell Labs during the early Unix days. That was uh, Brian Kernigan, Kevin Weinberger, and Alfred Aho. Now, Brian Kernigan, many of you will recognize as the co-author of, with Dennis Ritchie of the C programming language. While Weinberger and Aho will be less familiar to some of you, um, those with a background in text-based search, um, or some other algorithmic fields, might recognize um, Aho's name from the uh, Aho Korosik string search algorithm, which with a little pre-processing can very efficiently search for a large number of strings in a stream of input in a single pass. basic structure of an AUK program is written as a list of rules. Each rule is made up of an optional pattern 
and an optional action. When AUX starts up, it loads whatever the program is, then iterates through each file provided on the command line or standard in if no file is given. And then for each file, it runs any rules with the begin pattern. No, excuse me. It only runs the begin pattern once after loading the program. Then for each file, it iterates through each record which is by default a line, but can be um, any content separated by uh, a given regular expression, uh, which goes in the special record separator variable. So for each line, awk goes through each normal rule in the file checks to see if the pattern matches, and if it does, it runs the corresponding action. Then after all files are processed, it runs any end pattern rules. Now, for normal patterns, there are a few different kinds. most common is a single regular expression enclosed in slashes, and if the line matches the regular expression, awk will run the action. Patterns can also be any Boolean expression, any string or numeric expression will be, which will be evaluated in a Boolean context, which I'll get to a little later. Or a range pattern, which is, I believe, can only be regular expressions. And that will run from a line matching the first expression until a line matching the second expression. Now, within an action, the syntax is really very similar to the C programming language. Uh, that's actually one of the reasons I like awk so much. Um, I like my language as bracy. But unlike C, awk has a few special capabilities that really make it nice as a kind of quick um, one-liner or um, prototyping kind of language. And the main feature, the main difference between awk and C is that awk is essentially very loosely typed. There are only two types in awk. There is an array type, which is essentially an associative array or hash table. And then there are scalar types, 
which are essentially stored as strings, but depending on the context in which they are evaluated, uh, can represent a string, a number, or a boolean. Now, a string context is essentially any operation that expects a string. Uh, functions that operate on a string, uh, string concatenation, uh, and so on. And since that's the internal representation of the variables, uh, that works just fine. Now, a numeric context is anything that expects a number. Once again, functions that take a number, um, printf format specifiers that expect a number, uh, mathematical operators. There are actually no bitwise operators in awk. Um, a few awk variants um, do provide some extensions that give bitwise functions, but I'm going to avoid those and try to stick to the awk specified by POSIX, and I'll provide a, a link to their specification um, in the show notes. Now, while that description is somewhat technical, it really does give a very good uh, description and a very precise description of how awk is supposed to function. So, any strings evaluated in a numeric context will try to parse uh, base 10 or a decimal number from the beginning of the string. Um, if that fails, um, it'll essentially be evaluated as um, not a number. Otherwise, it'll be converted to a floating point representation. Now, a Boolean context is anything where a boolean is expected. Uh, conditions in a branch or loop, um, as the expression for a pattern, or in context with any of the boolean operators. In that context, any uninitialized variable is considered false. Any variable that has been assigned a value um, is essentially attempted to be treated in a numeric context. case a zero is considered false, anything else is considered, considered true, and if that fails it's considered in a string context, in which case the empty string is false and all other strings are true. Standard awk provides a very small set of built-in functions. Um, there are some to do 
regular expression-based substitution on strings. Uh, there's one for splitting a string into an array. There are various formatted printing functions and a handful of mathematical functions, um, square root, trigonometric functions, and so on. Now, awk is rather famous for appearing in extremely terse, difficult-to-read um, one-liners uh, entered directly at the command prompt. But I would argue that the best way to get to learn awk is actually to treat it like any other programming language and have a nicely formatted uh, awk program uh, in a file. You've got your rules all laid out and uh, well indented. Not only does that make it um, easier to read and maintain your awk program, but in the GNU awk package known as Gawk, they provide um, dgawk, which is uh, an interactive awk debugger. Now it's somewhat limited compared to uh, more featureful debuggers like GDB, but it does allow you to uh, set breakpoints, step through an awk program, display the contents of um, line fields and variables, and really has proven quite useful to me in working on some more complicated uh, programs. But once again, the line-based breakpoints are essentially useless if your program is all on one line. So again, the need for uh, readable formatting. Another resource that may be of use if anyone is trying to learn awk would be the book The Awk Programming Language, um, written by the authors of the language. And occasionally you can find this book available um, for free download as a PDF online. Um, otherwise, I'm sure various bookstores would carry it, um, Amazon and so forth. This book, while ostensibly specific to AUK, comes up time and time again um, in recommendations for general programming books. And that's due to the fact that the book is written not just as a reference to the language, although it does provide one, but it gives examples of 
real-world problems that can be addressed with programming and explains how those problems can be solved using awk and really tackles uh, some issues of programming as a whole, um, modularity, code reuse, and so forth. So I've skimmed this book, I've culled it for ideas, um, but I, I think I've seen enough that I can give it a recommendation that if you're interested in the awk language, this is definitely a book worth reading. And just an, as an example of some of the things that can be done with awk, running formulas over tables of data, uh, similar to things you might do in a spreadsheet program, calculating uh, relational joins between files, so essentially taking flat files and treating them like database tables, and in a somewhat more personal example, uh, using it for processing Morse code audio. So if that piqued your interest, I would definitely encourage you to check out this language. Um, I found it quite useful and um, I hope you will the same. Enjoy. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All BinRef projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.